Welcome to Summer with the Seasons Leadership Podcast, where we celebrate the season of being in the flow, moving forward, and taking actions full of energy. On Wednesdays throughout the summer season, we will bring you actionable advice to improve your leadership and life today. Thank you for joining us. Me, Debbie Collard, and my co-host, Susan Ireland. As certified leadership coaches and co-founders of Seasons Leadership, we share a vision to transform the world one leader at a time, which drives us to reach individuals at all levels of their personal leadership journey. You've experienced plenty of examples of mediocre or bad leadership. Join us in making positive leadership the norm rather than the exception. And today we're going to talk about a really important part of that, and that is nurturing relationships. By listening and engaging in the discussions featured in this podcast, you'll help us achieve our mission to amplify and accelerate leadership excellence, responsibility, and growth worldwide. So Debbie, let's talk about nurturing relationships. You know, I love, love, love this topic because um, we talked about values in one of our previous podcasts, and um, one of my values is connection, and it's so important for me to stay connected with people, Um, and it's important for everybody, even if it doesn't come naturally to them. I agree. I agree, and the the thing about, uh, I guess, life is, you know, to me, it's all about relationships. And there's different kind of relationships. So we have personal relationships, our friends and our family, and we also have our business relationships. So um, because we're focused on business here a lot, I let's talk about that. Um, I think in business it's different. You know, we have different types of relationships. There's different um, levels. Maybe we've got bosses, we've got employees, we've got cohorts, we've got communities that we we need to keep track of. And, and it's, it's complicated. Well, yeah. And if you think about how much time you spend at work, whatever your work is, and how many people you interact with on a regular basis, you spend more time with those people usually than you do your own family. And it's, it takes more work to maintain those relationships. And sometimes you end up with really good relationships because you find friends like we did at the office, start out as colleagues. But relationships can be so important to how well you do in whatever you're doing. And no, no person is an island, right? They can't do everything by themselves. And being able to have those relationships when you can call on somebody to help you in a given situation is so very important. But the one thing that all relationships take, whether it's friends, whether it's colleagues or acquaintances, if you want those relationships and that connection to stay strong, you've got to nurture them. Exactly, exactly. I do want to circle back, though, because um, I think sometimes some of the confusion that that we have about talking about relationships at work is like, what does that mean? Um, we don't need to be best friends with everybody and, and to have nope, a relationship. Nope. And we, we just have to have some level of mutual respect and regard and common interest or intention or focus, or we've got a project to do or something. But having 
a connection with somebody and keeping that connection alive, but through helping, through uh, providing some input that they maybe need for their project, you know, is all it needs. It do- you don't need to have to go out to happy hour or coffee with these everybody that you have a connection with. No, absolutely. And, it, and not all um, connections or relationships take the same level of nurturing or take the same level of connection, right? You can have a connection with somebody and not see them again for a couple of years and it's still there and still strong. In other cases, out of sight, out of mind, right? They don't, wait, who are you again? And have I seen you? <laughs> I have a story that really illustrates the importance of connections and relationships at work. I had a gentleman that I was mentoring and he came to me one day and he said, oh, I really, really need your help. I've really screwed up. I said, okay, well, what seems to be the problem that you need help with? He said, well, I'm up for this job. And, you know, I saw it posted and it's like the job description was written with my name on it, with me in mind, because it's exactly my job that I've, my dream job that I've always wanted to do. I said, okay, great. Apply for it. What's, I don't see the problem here. And he said, well, the problem is this. The hiring manager and I used to have a great relationship, but I got busy. Life goes on. Things happen. And I haven't seen that person for a long time. And so we've gone out of touch. So I think it's going to be weird now for me to contact him and say, oh, I saw you got this job posted. I'm really excited about it and applying for it. And then if I my name just shows up as an applicant, it, I don't know what he's going to think about me. If he's going to think, well, I'm not considering that guy. He doesn't stay in touch. And so um, that just shows you that if he had not let that connection lapse if he had just stayed in touch as you said they don't have to be best friends they don't have to go out for coffee they don't have to do things together after work but if he had just kept the connection fresh with this person touching base every so often and it doesn't even have to be frequently then he wouldn't have had to rebuild the relationship in order to go for this job What he ended up doing was contacting the guy, apologizing for having been out of touch for so long and say, and I'd really like to reconnect and I'm really interested in this job you have. So uh, he ended up competing for the job and ultimately getting it. Um, But what he learned out of that whole situation was keep your connections fresh because you never know when you're going to need to phone a friend. Right. Or get some help. Right. I, I I love that story because, you know, I could say that I've done that many times. So I know that feeling. Um, but and I'm so glad he went ahead and still reached out because I think sometimes the story we have in our head is that people are going to, you know, be offended or or whatever because we haven't kept in touch. But in reality, I think very few people actually feel that way because, you know, they haven't kept in touch either. So being the first one to reach out and say like, hey, let's reconnect, it's really refreshing. Yeah. And you just put me in mind of something else too, because they're busy also, right? The world goes on and life moves on and you may have a passing thought, oh, I haven't heard from so-and-so in a long time. Um, 
And my encouragement to people is when that happens to you, when you say, oh, I should really get back in touch with so-and-so. We haven't connected in a long time. Follow your instincts Mm -hmm. where that came up for you, right? Get back in touch with that person. Um, because something's telling you in the universe that you need to be in touch with that person. Totally. And it could just be a checking in. Hey, you just want to see how things are going with you. It doesn't have to be a big deal. I know. Don't you love that when that happens, Debbie, when somebody just reaches out and says, Hey, I haven't, I haven't seen you in 20 years, but I just thought of you. <laughs> I think hopefully it hasn't been 20 years, but yes. I know, but it's, sometimes it is. And I, I just think it's just great. There's, there's, I don't think there's any downside to it. I absolutely don't either. I mean, having a big, think of all these different uh, networking apps that are out there and social media where like LinkedIn, for Mm -hmm. example, for business professionals, that's one of the biggies, right? And um, it always tells you what level of connection it is for you first, yes. second, third, right? And but having that big network that that that's diverse that you can pull on for different things. And I'm not saying to use people. That's not the intent here. It's helping each other out. Absolutely. Because there may be a time when they need your help as well. So it's just maintaining those connections, even if it's just a ear to listen when you want to vent about something or get a different take on a, on a situation that you're facing. So, yeah, having those having those networks is so very important to both your your mental and emotional health, but also to your potential career opportunities. Yeah, absolutely. Having a, a diverse network helps with your creativity, helps you see things that you haven't had the opportunity to see or maybe don't have the perspective or in the position to see. And so it just makes us more effective in the long run because let's face it, none of us are doing this alone. This We are not people in isolation. Absolutely. Even though for the past couple of years with COVID, oh. it sort of felt that way more, right? It, feel, it feels that way, but but we do have other people here all around the world. And now we have the tools to be able to connect even more effectively. Thanks again for joining us on the Seasons Leadership Podcast, where together we amplify and accelerate leadership excellence, responsibility, and growth worldwide. Seasons Leadership offers one-on-one coaching on an ongoing basis. Coaching is a powerful tool to help you unlock your leadership potential. We partner with you in a thought-provoking, creative process to inspire you to maximize your personal and professional growth. Both of us, Debbie and Susan, are professional certified coaches through the International Coach Federation, ICF. ICF is the only globally recognized independent credentialing program for coach practitioners and awards credentials to professional coaches who have met stringent educational and experience requirements and have demonstrated a thorough understanding of the coaching competencies that set the standard in the profession. Are you interested in exploring coaching? Contact us at www.seasonsleadership.com. The first 30-minute session is free to allow you to meet your coach of choice, either Debbie or I, and discuss the process. You know, we all have goals we want to reach, challenges that we're striving to overcome, and times when we feel stuck. 
Partnering with a coach can change your life, setting you on the path to greater personal and professional fulfillment. Now, back to our discussion. Well, speaking of tools, I had this opportunity once in my uh, once during my career to learn from a person who was a true introvert. I mean, this guy, and he would self-proclaimed, he would tell you if he never had to talk to anybody, that would be just fine with him. <laughs> he just would rather fish. I don't. I so, kind of don't believe it. I don't know, but <laughs> but he was really good at networking and really good at staying in touch and. One time when he contacted me and he said, oh, just checking in. How are things going? What's going on? And I said, how do you do that? You just, out of the blue, I'll hear from you. And it's been a while and I should have gotten in touch in the meantime, but I didn't. And I'll hear from you and it's great. And it's, and we get caught back up really quickly. And it just feels like wonderful because you're a good resource for me. I'm a good resource for you and we can stay connected. And he said, well, I'll tell you a little secret. He said, because I'm not a natural connector, I don't naturally, not warm and fuzzy, I don't connect with people, I'm an introvert, I had to find a system that worked for me so that I could connect with people more. And he goes, I built this little thing, and I can't remember what he called it, but we now in Seasons Leadership call it a relationship matrix. But it was a simple table. You could make it on an Excel, you could make it in a uh, on a piece of paper, it doesn't matter but it had three columns. One was the person or position that he wanted to stay in contact with because sometimes in business, especially, you may need to be in touch with a particular area and no matter who's holding that job, right? right? And if you don't know who is in that position, then you can just write the position title down. So first column is name and or position. The second column is frequency. Like how often do I need to stay in touch with that person? And this column is going to change over time a lot probably because if you're working fairly closely with somebody, you may not have to force yourself to connect with them as frequently because you're naturally coming together in the course of work. Right. But if you're in separate geographical locations you may need to put it down more frequently just so you can stay in touch. So that's frequency. And then the third column is just notes, you know, like making notes about what you need, if you need to follow up on anything, or if you said, oh, I I told Susan I would send her that book. And so I got to remember to do that. And so just writing notes down to yourself. And he says, what I do is I look through that on a weekly basis and I say, okay, who haven't I connected with and I'm missing the frequency on them. So then I add it to my calendar and he goes, and that's why I seem to call you out of the blue sometimes because you're on my matrix and I'm connecting with you. And I said, that is fantastic. I'm going to start using it. And so I've used it ever since I still have one today. Doesn't have a ton of names on it. Um, If I naturally stay connected with somebody for some reason, then they don't need to be on there. Right. You know, I'm not was, I'm not on there, right? You are not on there. I connect <laughs> with you all the time. <laughs> so I want to remind myself for that. But there are other people that's like quarterly, 
or semi-annually or monthly or whatever the, the frequency is. So we have this tool for you and we'll uh, tell you before we finish off this podcast where you, where you can uh, locate that. But, you know, creating, just spending the mental time to write that down and to say, who do I need to connect with? Right. Who right. would be beneficial for me to connect with? And how frequently do I need to connect with them? You know, say you started a new position. There may be someone that you need to connect with that has skills or capabilities or strengths that you don't have that you want to stay connected with so that they can help you do a better job mm-hmm. in the new position that you have. It's great. You know, um, I want to also talk about it, who to put on your matrix like that. Because, yeah, yeah. Um, when my uh, when I do some of my coaching, a lot of times we have talks about who in the person's life uh, could be their mentor. So they're basically looking up, you know, who has the experience ahead of them um, that they can go and make a relationship with, connection. Um, and that's great. Uh and that's important because somebody with more experience can see a broader landscape and can help the person with that. But I think it's really important to be cognizant of connecting with peers. So people who are on your same level because they are experiencing life it, that you are. And so, and they get different perspectives of that. But then also people who are, who are new who are just maybe coming out of school or who have a, a new into the industry because they're more cutting edge and you want to have visibility to all of that. So, yeah, yeah. And, and it may not be natural connections. So having this relationship matrix really helps you be deliberate and focused about go finding those people. So if you don't know people on, on all those different levels and all those different ways, uh, you might have a gap and then you can make an action plan to go find somebody that you connect with and develop a relationship with. Absolutely. And it ought to be a living document, your relationship matrix, and it shouldn't have too many people on it. If it gets overwhelming to you to think about oh my gosh I got to stay in touch with this many people on the this frequency of a basis no you don't have to mine usually has five people on it yeah yeah it's a handful it's not a bunch of people but you review it regularly and update it to say in my current situation all those things you just talked about who are some uh, people who are peers, who are people who are below me, who are my mentors, who just who do I need to stay connected with? Right. And, you know, on a regular basis. And you one other thing about this, you are responsible for managing that matrix. It's your matrix, right? So there's no shoving it off to someone else and saying, I've had clients say to me before, well, I haven't been in touch with so and so. Okay, well, why don't you rectify that? Get in touch with them. No, because they haven't contacted me. The ball's in their court. It's their turn. Yeah. Well, you could look at it that way. Or you could look at it as, this is going to be beneficial to me. And so who is it serving that I'm refusing to get in touch with them? Totally. Yeah, don't keep score. Don't keep score. <laughs> Be responsible for your own matrix and who you need to reach out to. And like you pointed out before, you don't have to be best friends with them. 
Yeah. You don't have to go out for coffee or any other liquids. You just <laughs> need to get stay in touch. And it can be a simple email, just checking in, how's it going? It can be a quick phone call. It can be whatever way suits the connection that you have right. with that person and works great. Right. So I would say, you know, our recommendation and jump in here, Susan, but our recommendation collectively is create, think it through, be purposeful and create a relationship matrix for yourself, something you can start immediately and then review it regularly and keep it updated as life changes and as things go on and make sure you're staying connected with these people. What else would you add to that? I would say put those things on your calendar. Yes. I I, I don't know if everybody's like me, but I think enough are where I live by my calendar. So if it's on my calendar, then I'll do it. And if I, I, good intentions just don't work for me. So if, if I put it on my calendar, it'll make it real. That's excellent advice. Uh, the, the other thing I would say is it's, this should be somewhat fun. <laughs> so yeah, if it, <laughs> Absolutely. If it gets to be too much of a burden, maybe you have too many people on your matrix or, you know, it's um, I always find that uh, I'm pleasantly surprised when I make I reach out and make connections with people. I learn something new. I'm able to help provide some help, which is very gratifying to me. You know, so there's always something that good that happens. Absolutely. Well, that's it on the subject of relationships and nurturing them today. And thank you for joining us for this season's leadership podcast as we celebrate the season of summer and bring you actionable advice to improve your leadership and life today. You can download more helpful information about nurturing relationships at www.seasonsleadership.com. And we've included in there a direct link to our um, relationship, nurturing relationships download or the matrix download in our show notes. We hope you take the this idea about nurturing relationships with you on your le- leadership journey. Remember, no matter what level or role, you can become more than you are today. And the world needs you. When you fulfill your unique purpose, you strengthen the organizations and communities in which you live and work. Thank you for being a part of our leadership change. And if you need support or coaching, Debbie and I are here. Contact us through our website, www.seasonsleadership.com. Thank you to the people who make this podcast happen. Eric Wilson, our producer for the Seasons Leadership Podcast and the creator of our original music, and Lauren Penning, our communications and marketing leader. Visit our show page at www.seasonsleadership.com slash podcasts to subscribe to our email list and receive free leadership insights, best practices, tools, and community support for your personal leadership journey. And tune in next Wednesday when you'll hear a rebroadcast of our podcast with Melissa Fleener and Beth Schreier. Until then, enjoy your summer.